Welcome, everyone. God bless you all. Welcome on this Tuesday night. A lot is on the table. Like I said, folks, all of us, we are used to watching, growing up, these war-like movies. I don't remember seeing one war movie where the good guys win the war by letting the bad guys destroy themselves and go crazy. I don't remember that because every war, when we're talking about war, we're talking about aggression and, you know, winning. Like, at the image that we have. But we're not in that situation. And I want to thank everybody for coming to the channel. Get the word out about this channel. In this channel, here on Truth Honor TV, we look at logic and reason. We, have, we honor and understand the information on Trump's online research project. That everyone is afraid to talk about. Even though it has the keys. It holds the keys. The answers to all the questions, a lot of them at least. The questions to what? Understanding what is happening today, right here in 2023, during this war that we are in. So we rely on that. We we come through with, we sweep right through all of the morality issues by looking at these issues in the context of the biblical world view. And between the logic and the reason, all these things that we're talking about, we're able to piece together the big picture. So we're going to go through some big stories. Tonight is a big, great awakening. We've got, we said it on this channel. We gave it a name early on. I like to get, if you guys haven't noticed it, and some of you guys that have been following this channel, you know, I'd like, I just like to get ahead of, like, everyone. So we labeled what is happening now, last week, as the, Tucker files that are now unleashing Trump's McCarthy is giving these files to Trump's Tucker Carlson. <laughs> it's like Trump is multiplying himself everywhere and the enemy knows that. We gotta get Trump. What? Trump's disciples are, are making moves. Stop! And we're going to see tonight. They're panicking. Shocking panic. We deserve tonight what we're going to see tonight. And a lot of you guys know about these Tucker files. We were waiting for this. But again, this none of this would have happened if it wasn't for Trump's McCarthy. That right here, this moment, this is the reason to come to truth in our TV. Boom. But with that said, God bless you all. If we have chance tonight, if we have time, we'll go to... I like these questions and some of these comments that I'm getting. Maybe we'll do that as well. If we have time, we'll see. All right, folks. The war is real. Let's get to some real, real news as you guys are still probably coming in. <clears throat> Yeah, um, yeah, I'm just going to throw this out. Norfolk Southern train conductor killed. Why would a conductor get killed? After what? Collision in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, a collision that no one is talking about. What are the odds of this? A Norfolk Southern conduct, a Norfolk Southern conductor was killed Tuesday morning in Cleveland, Ohio after a train was struck by a dump truck. Again, these stories are just piling on. No one is talking about it. Yeah, the conductor died. They're making the story about the conductor that died. But why would a dump truck 
be pulling in front of a train's path. We showed last week these strange stories with this truck driver supposedly got stuck. Everyone is accidentally having these moments where these trucks that they're driving just happen to be right in front of the train. So I don't like this from when you're talking about logical thinking and probabilities. Whether underground until proven otherwise. And by the way, all these train derailments. Where's the FBI investigation to unlock the reason for the for the derailment? And are they being these derailments? Are they being conducted? Are all of these stories? Is there an organization behind it? like the terrorist organization we highlighted last night, this Antifa terrorist organization. And before I forget, by the way, you know, I I thought about this in the middle of the night, which, by the way, is where I get a lot of my thoughts, in the middle of the night, when I wake up in the middle of the night. That's when I'm like, oh, that's what's happening. So last night, in the middle of the night, I was just thinking... Uh, was that Antifa terrorist roundup with these high-ranking attorneys? Was all of that a white hat sting operation? Think about it. All right. While you're thinking of that, then we have this. Texas Tech suspends head coach after he recites Bible verse. Just be aware of this. We're going to talk morality issues. Bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're in Texas and you're in, you know, I'm going to say this right now. I'm worried about, I'm, we're seeing a lot of these very, very concerning stories coming out of Texas. So who, now we have a nut in Texas. Texas Tech, you're not allowed to recite Bible verse. And if you read this story, one player he just all he did was quote all he said he was saying like the coach said i said that in the bible that jesus talked about how we all have bosses and we all have servants amen and he says quote i was quoting the bible about that but you guys know that we are in a war and <clears throat> i guess um uh one of the players one of my coaches said it bothered the player. One of the players didn't like that. And he's saying, I explained to them I didn't apologize. And it's getting worse now. They're forcing him, as you can see. So some, I'm guessing, one of the demons from the, from the race cult, Satan's critical race theory. I heard the word servant! Forget God and his word. I'm God. I'm the critical race theory. Ah, Racism. Ah. And now he is suspended. And, of course, you guys know, these stories all go together. Think about it. Satan's first. Excuse me. (laughs) Yeah, it is. State's first Satan club opens up at elementary school. Think about it. We covered this a little the other day in Colorado. But again, look at Satan's temple. We already went over this, but this is just an update on the situation. Satanic temple targeting the innocent children in Colorado. 
and they had their first meeting. And I just want people to know that it's what after a parent requested the club for her son. So these parents are actively sacrificing their children to Moloch. Of course, it goes without saying that it would require a parent committed to Satan to get a child exposed to Satanism. And they're laughing it off. Wow, the meeting went great. And wow, and this parent says, yeah, she, did, she started all this because somebody told her kid that they were going to burn in hell. So think about it and um, just be aware we're going to track this. They're coming out. This parent is coming out saying we had seven children in attendance. So seven children are being sacrificed officially to Moloch in Colorado. And you could hear the daughter, excuse me, you could hear the laughter from clear down the hall coming from the room. So they, the children are being baptized in Satan's power in real time. Think about it. The school's principals are welcoming and very professional. There were no protesters on site. We all had a great time. We played games did some coloring projects, and made bookmarks. We are loving each other. We are just appreciative of Satan's power on my children. We love this new satanic America. Get it? That's the front line of the war. Anyone not covering this, run the other way, right? And while you're thinking of that, uh, let's look at this. Democrat lawmakers in Maryland introduce bill preventing anyone 25 or under, what? From being charged with felony murder. Think about that. Shocking oh. stuff. Because, well, just be aware of this. This is in Maryland. And this House Bill 1180. They are basically saying, leave our hardcore criminals alone. You can't charge our criminals with murder after we kill you guys. That's, this is like war, uh, civil war kind of stuff. Why would anyone not want somebody that's less than 25 or under, why would you not want them to pay the price for their behavior? This is shocking. And a reminder that we're in a battle between good and evil. This is a spiritual war, and we are, they want, they are, the left are in civil war mode. For them, the war has already started. We are in a civil war. For us, we are in a global war against Satan's army, these globalists. We are allowing them to operate because we're blasting them with the light of truth. And we now know that we have revivals taking place in this country, and God help us. I'm doing the best I can to lead us in the right direction in this final battle, like Trump said, the final battle for humanity. Then we have this. Gavin Newsom, we're done with Walgreens over abortion pills. <laughs> yeah, really? So there it is. So you're not allowed to save lives. And look at this demon. Gavin Newsom said the state is done doing business with Walgreens. I don't know why, but I have a feeling that 
I'm going to be shopping at Walgreens more often. I don't know. I just, I don't know how this is happening. Take a look, folks. This is unbelievable stuff. He's accusing the company of cowering, quote, to the extremists, really, for refusing to execute babies. So that makes you an extremist. Right? To refusing to provide abortion pills to several Republican states. Quote, California won't be doing business with Walgreen or any company that cowers to the extremists and puts women's lives at risk. Yeah, right. So anyway, you guys, this walking disaster Satanist, you know what? I got a feeling that Walgreen's stock is going to go up. Let's have a feeling. All right, folks. Well, we know that this coach... We said, right, this Texas Tech coach is suspended for quoting the Bible. And when we come across and see what's happening on the other side of the world, in the UK, engaging in prayer is the offense. The offense. Pro-life activists arrested for silently praying outside of abortion facilities. While... Children in Colorado are laughing. The seventh kids had a great time in Satan's first children's after-school events. There it is. Again, we've been hearing these for a while, but it continues to happen simply for engaging in prayer. All right. If you are in the UK, uh, we I would encourage everyone in the UK, every Christian in the UK, Please get arrested for praying. Get out there. Let them arrest every Christian in the UK. I would get out there and pray. Um, I love you, Lord. Oh, you're arresting me for telling... Father, look, forgive them not. Just get out there and just get arrested. It would seem like the simple solution. And again, I, I'm not... Well, I mean, I, I'm a podcaster on the other side of the world. I mean, I don't... It would seem like an easy uh, victory down the road. It would seem to me. So, um, think about that. All right. And then we have this. I just want to put this out. New York City Mayor Eric, Eric Adams' business should require customers to unmask upon entering to help fight crime. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I love this. This is called the boomerang. I just wanted to share that with you folks that this mayor, who, by the way, claims that he's a top-ranked Christian. Watch out for this demon. He's out there on TV and talking big about he's with Jesus and all that. Yeah, right. Marxism and Christianity do not mix. You will be judged. Let's leave that alone, right? But anyway, this demon is coming out and has called on the city's businesses to what? Require unmasking upon entry. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The move comes as authorities have noted mask wearing in public places has made it easier for criminals to obscure their identities. <laughs> you think? Oh. And he's like, well... Yeah, I mean, the business probably should have rules. 
Yeah, how about your rules? Oh, you guys in New York, forcing every... Right there, that's enough for everybody. Sue these people. Gosh, right. All right, folks. Let me throw this out in the context of the big picture, in the context of World War III, and especially in the context of our recent conversation on the VIP channel. All right, so bear with me. For anybody who's not a member, that's okay. In the member channel, we've been talking about that we should keep an eye on the BRICS nations. If you want to ascend, right? Do we want to ascend or not? Or do we want to remain in the same narrative from 2020? I hope that Trump comes back. Let's see what Trump is saying, the actor. Let's believe everything that Trump is saying and whatever the right-wing media is saying. We don't have any evidence of anything else. Let's just stay here, even though we were told to ascend. And ascension doesn't mean stupid, unproven conspiracy theories. But anyway, so for anybody who's not a member, in this narrative that we are developing on the member channel, take a look at this, where all of a sudden, all the BRICS nations are lining themselves up in one way or another against the U.S. Not all of them, but we're going one piece at a time. We're focusing on the Russia-China thing, and then in this context, all of a sudden, belligerent Chinese foreign minister threatens reckless U.S. with catastrophic conflict. <laughs> and it, I don't, nobody really cares what this demon is saying. But whatever, this Chinese foreign minister who assumed post only two months ago, he's coming out talking big. And uh, just, you, know, you might want to look into that. He is coming out making these big statements. The U.S., what's going on? We're not playing with you guys. Blah, 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 blah. All this stuff sounding. So is he part of this shift that's taking place at the global level with Trump's BRICS buddies. And if it is, that would make sense with this, where Xi Jinping is coming out, U.S. global conspiracy against China causing, quote, unprecedented severe challenges. <laughs> yeah, so again, the, the point in this shift, this global shift that we've been narrating since last week and we expanded the conversation on the VIP side, is that now China and Trump's Chairman Ping is J Chairman Jinping, right? All of a sudden, they're making, you know, they're making it real clear that its Western allies are executing a conspiracy to ensure all-around containment of his country. And this severe challenges are being posed. In other words, now that this shift in the alignment of the global situation, of course, Bernie's going to give it away. <laughs> now that this is happening, I'm going to have my people coming out with these big statements, and we have to make it seem like more and more us, we, China, who installed the fake regime, <laughs> we are against this regime. What? You're asking us if we installed it? Uh, actually, we did install it. <laughs> Ascension. Yo, Xi Jinping. This is you guys. We have the proof. Should we get Mike Lindell in this conversation? We have. Should we get Konek? And, you know, this voter, this, you know, whatever this group with, um, from this group from last year that's exposing 
all this stuff that ha- these Chinese servers in Michigan should we, should we get them involved? Nice acting, Mister Xi Jinping. So, and at this point, stay focused on the first four years of Trump, and of course his online research project, and then logic and reason. And keep in mind, eighty percent is covert. And now all of a sudden, China is like they're against the U.S. When they're thrilled because of the U.S., they're winning, right? Just go to bitch shoot. Look who's winning. Wink, wink. All right, folks. And then speaking of the global situation, before we get into the big story tonight, we have U.S. troops running out of arms and munitions as Biden keeps sending more to Ukraine. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, okay. So they're running out of ammunition. Right? Here in the United States, arms manufacturers can't keep up with demand and our own Armed forces are already running dangerously low. <laughs> yeah, showing you this overall story, and they're running low on all these stingers and javelins and anti-tank missiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're feeling so sad, right? And But um, I think it's interesting. Again, we're still talking about the global picture. We have the, the communists, in some cases joining with other BRICS nations all coming against the Nazis of the New World Order, the Nazi World Order, in perfect alignment with Trump's personal trips to these countries and Trump's online research project. What's happening? And which is why we were told the world is not what it seems, like we talked about the other night. So in conjunction with that narrative, then we have this. The UK, they're, look at that, UK running dangerously low on ammo. (laughs) Everybody is running out of ammo after sending munitions to Ukraine. (laughs) Same exact thing. UK is now running dangerously low on ammunition after sending large military aid packages to Ukraine. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you are watching this is, I mean, you are watching the art of war. You are watching what it's like to allow the enemy to operate and spend ammunition. This all this narrative is straight out of the online research project, folks. The people that didn't want to follow it, in the end, we will laugh. We maybe we'll have a truth in our TV laughing at the stupid people party when this is when Trump gets in and we everybody starts like, Wow, how's all great things are happening? We'll have the truth in our TV laughing at the stupid people party. I'm just kidding. All right. Maybe we'll be just um Praying for them. Maybe I'm being too nice. All right. Just joking, all right? Hey, the reality is truth matters. All right, folks. Our weapons, so that, so when you decide, I mean, so we see what's happening globally, and we see that the Nazis are being defeated, 
the countries that are siding with the Nazis are running out of running out of ammunition, while the countries that Trump visited and got these incredible parades, like in India, wow, million people, and China gave him the best reception ever, and we have the Putin thing in Russia, wow, and we have Trump and Bolsonaro laughing it off, and like we said on the member channel, is that why they allowed Lula to get in in Brazil? Join me on the member channel for more on this. But, um, and then you see what's happening in South Africa. And now we know that Saudi Arabia and Iran, they're saying, we're mentioned in the online research project. Maybe we want to join the BRICS nations. Get it? Because I just got this in the middle of the night. Like, oh, it's right in front of us. We don't know for sure. But if we are ascending, wouldn't we shift our point of view from a local point of view to a global point of view, would that by definition be what ascension is and expanding your thinking in a world where 80% of what is going down is covert. With that said, so we have this global thing. So how else do we defeat these Nazis of the Nazi world order? Lights! So while all of those things are happening overseas, ladies and gentlemen, you know it, and I know it, something special is happening with Trump's McCarthy's Tucker now putting out dangerous, damaging, shocking, in-your-face, boom, information, that being in the form of light. What I want to do tonight is show you some highlights from what is going down in Trump's, McCarthy's, Tucker Carlson's, Tucker Files. Great Awakening, Tucker Tucker's Files. Thank you, Tucker. Thank you, McCarthy, for meeting with Trump early in those days, even though no one understood it except Bernie at Truth and RT. I don't know why that is happening. The end result of these narratives that we have been discussing for years while everybody else is chasing stupid conspiracy theories. This is the end result. So let's see what we can do with the Tucker Files. Single emotionally related political slogan, which they've repeated for years with remarkable discipline. January 6th, they said, was a deadly insurrection. There was a deadly insurrection that the right wing is trying to cover up. He incited a deadly insurrection. Incited a deadly insurrection. The violent, deadly insurrection on the Capitol nine months ago it was about white supremacy in my view. A deadly insurrection. Everything about that phrase is a lie. Very little about January 6th was organized or violent. Surveillance video from inside the Capitol shows mostly peaceful chaos. But the slogan worked. The term deadly carries enormous emotional power, which is why they used it. To prove the insurrection was deadly, propagandists pointed to the death of an officer called Brian Sicknick. The mob killed Officer Brian Sicknick. That's what they said. It was their single most powerful indictment of the January 6th protesters and of Donald Trump and of Republican voters nationally. They repeated that claim for years. They are still repeating it. At first, they told the country that Officer Sicknick was murdered with a fire extinguisher. Officer Brian Sicknick <laughs> died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher during the fight. 
<laughs> that story came from the New York Times, which is effectively the assignment editor for most of the rest of American media. It was a lie, untrue in any way. But only after that lie had hardened into conventional wisdom did the newspaper bother to retract it. The New York Times has quietly retracted its story about the death of Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick. The damage had been done. Brian Sicknick, himself a Trump voter, had been transformed without his consent into a political martyr of the left. His memory was shamelessly exploited by the incoming Biden administration. In February of 2021, Sicknick's body lay in state in the Capitol Rotunda, where a parade of unscrupulous politicians made use of it. Here's Joe Biden. Breaking down the doors, trying to overturn an outcome of election, and killing several police officers in the meantime. But Brian Sicknick should not be reduced to a prop for the political ambitions of the Democratic Party. He was a human being. The facts of his life matter, including how he died. To this day, media accounts describe Sicknick as someone who was, quote, slain on January 6th. The video we reviewed proves that is a lie. Here is surveillance footage of Sicknick walking in the Capitol after he was supposedly murdered by the mob outside. Boom. By all appearances, Sicknick is healthy and vigorous. He's wearing a helmet, so it's hard to imagine he was killed by a head injury. Whatever happened to Brian Sicknick was very obviously not the result of violence he suffered at the entrance to the Capitol. <laughs> this tape overturns the single most powerful and politically useful lie the Democrats have told us about January 6th. And it was indeed a lie. The January 6th committee knew perfectly well that Brian Sicknick was walking normally through the Capitol after he was supposedly murdered by Trump supporters. And they know that because they saw this tape. We can be sure because the footage contains an electronic bookmark that is still archived in the Capitol's computer system. That means that investigators working for the Democratic Party reviewed this tape. They saw it, but they refused to release the tape to the public. Why? Because this tape would shatter the fraud they were perpetrating on the country. Because hiding the truth served their political interest. They lied about the police officer they claimed to revere. There it is, folks. I want you to catch some of the bulk of this. Of Tucker, what he's putting out. And this is all yesterday. The other big one that he put out has to do with... Uh, this, well, what's his name? QAnon Shaman, for, uh, whatever his real name is, right? Um, so, um, yeah, Mr. Jacob Chansley. So, let's listen in. I want some of you, some of you guys to catch the original presentation from Tucker, and he's doing more of these tonight. Listen in. Hold on, folks. That day. <clears throat> right. Hundreds and hundreds of people, possibly thousands, over the course of about two hours. The crowd was enormous. A small percentage of them were hooligans. They committed vandalism. You've seen their pictures again and again. But the overwhelming majority weren't. They were peaceful. They were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists. They were sightseers. Footage from inside the Capitol overturns the story you've heard about January 6th. Protesters queue up in neat little lines. They give each other tours outside the Speaker's office. They take cheerful selfies and they smile. They're not destroying the Capitol. They obviously revere the Capitol. They're there because they believe the election was stolen from them. They believe in the system. 
Here's the man you've heard referred to as the QAnon shaman outside the Senate chamber. These are not rioters. These are people who wandered over from a political rally. We will not let them silence your voices. After the rally, they walked down Pennsylvania Avenue, where organizers had secured a federal permit to hold a legal rally on the grounds of the Capitol. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Once at the Capitol building, things began to get chaotic. Capitol police officers fired tear gas into the crowd. A few at the front of the herd broke windows. Someone opened the doors, and many hundreds of others just walked in. We're going to make that the story. Of course, they did make it the story. And at the center of it, the single most famous person arrested that day was a Navy veteran from Arizona called Jacob Chansley, often referred to as the QAnon shaman. The so-called QAnon shaman. QAnon shaman. Someone named Q shaman. Jacob Chansley became the face of January 6th, a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for paying the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow us into the building. Contrast the reality of what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th, the indisputable facts recorded on video, some of which has never before been seen, with the depiction of Jacob Chansley that you've seen in the media for more than two years. He's a terrorist, they said. He should be killed. Shoot him. Shoot him. Like, if it, you burst into the United States, if he was dressed like bin Laden, would you have shot him? Shoot him. Shoot him. It makes you wonder, who are the violent extremists here? Not Jacob Chansley. And the video proves that. But you would never have known from the media coverage. The people. Think about it. It's my intention for you to see a chunk of that without any interruption. I, I want, you know, it's my responsibility to spread the Great Awakening, just in case anyone out there has not seen the bulk of this. They were, in case you forgot, they were opening do- locked doors for Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaming guy. They're opening the doors. They're unlocking it for him, as we saw in that video. And he's thanking them. He is with, they're together, they're buddies. We've got him. Darkness to light, folks. This is a big, big night. We also know that this is going on. We saw some of this, right? Tucker Carlson, Ray Epps lied to January 6th committee about when he left the Capitol. This is out. 
be aware of this. Under public pressure, the January 6th committee finally interviewed Ray Epps. He told the committee he never entered the Capitol and therefore never committed a crime. Tucker Carlson explained, quote, in text messages showed that a 12, 2, 12 p.m. he boasted to his nephew that he had, quote, orchestrated the, pro- the protest at the Capitol. Boom. Darkness to light. Endgame. This is about art of war. Moves and counter moves. Remember, again, folks, the light that we are shining, this is our weapon. This is our nuclear moment. This is equivalent to mass arrest. This moment here, Trump's, McCarthy's, Tucker Carlson, this operation, obviously conducted by Trump, McCarthy, and Carlson, this this J6 operation is one of the ways that we're going to get our country back. Here's another segment. Big, big deal. Listen when in. the committee wasn't accusing Republican office holders of planning riots on January 6th, it was accusing them of running away from those riots like cowards. In the case of Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri, the committee and their allies accused him of both. Josh Hawley is a To prove that Josh Hawley was a coward, the committee released video of him loping out of the building on the afternoon of January 6th with a police escort. The tape became a staple on social media. Democrats laughed with derision. Later that day, Senator Hawley fled. After those protesters, he helped to rile up, stormed the Capitol. See for yourself. (laughs) But in fact, the surveillance footage we reviewed shows that famous clip was a sham, edited deceptively by the January 6th committee. The clip was propaganda, not evidence. The actual videotape shows that Hawley was one of many lawmakers being ushered out of the building by Capitol Hill police officers. And in fact, Hawley was at the back of the pack. The coward tape was a lie, one of many from the January 6th committee. Think about that tonight, folks. Everything, well, we already knew this. We're just, we're part of Trump's digital soldier. So we're like just enjoying this. I haven't learned, well, I did, I didn't know about the whole Hawley thing. But I didn't sit there and listen to the J6 committee hearings either. Most of you guys probably didn't either. So I did learn actually a lot. It's amazing to see the, the police opening the doors for this Jacob Chansley. And it is amazing that last presentation where Tucker's showing you that Howley, if anything, is at the back. He's the guy that's least afraid of running. He's at the back. Well, yeah, I guess I'll run with you just to make it look official. Outright lies. Art of war, folks. We got them. Sometimes you must show them. Sometimes, really, the, it goes, sometimes you cannot show anyone the proof. You're not, you cannot tell anyone the proofs, right? Sometimes you cannot tell others the proof or anyone the proof. Dot, dot, dot. You must show them. So that is how that saying goes, that important drop we were shown. All right, folks. So with that said there is a lot happening i want to do this let's see here uh let me uh rearrange i want to yeah let's pick up again let's pick up in another vid this is actually tucker carlson today I want you guys to hear this for a reason. Listen it. 
So once again, you can draw whatever conclusions you like from that video. We have ours and we shared them with you. But it's really beyond debate that it is good for this country for Americans to be able to see it. The media and politicians, the people in charge, have talked about January 6th every day since it happened for 26 months. And so at some point, the evidence should be presented to the public. In free countries, governments do not lie about protests as a pretext to gain more power for themselves. They don't selectively edit videos for propaganda services and then lie about them in fake hearings and show trials. But that's exactly what happened. And every member of Congress should ask why that happened. But Democrats in the Senate, the Democratic leader in the Senate, Chuck Schumer, is not asking why. Instead, Chuck Schumer went on the Senate floor today to explode and to say that showing that video, evidence of wrongdoing by the federal government, including the security forces, the police department that Nancy Pelosi personally controlled, letting the public see any of that is a threat to democracy. Watch. Last night, millions of Americans tuned in to one of the most shameful hours we have ever seen on cable television. Fox News host Tucker Carlson ran a lengthy segment last night arguing the January 6th Capitol attack was not a violent insurrection. I don't think I've ever seen a primetime cable news anchor manipulate his viewers the way Mr. Carlson did last night. Laugh out loud. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen an anchor treat the American people and American <laughs> democracy with such disdain. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing that shameful that has ever appeared on American television in the history of the medium. And so on the basis of that, the self-evident outrage of showing the public video that it paid for and has a right to see, Chuck Schumer called for the censorship of that video. Any information, and he did not dispute that it was accurate, the damages a storyline his party constructed and used must be squelched. And Schumer was explicit on that point. Because that video contradicted lies told by the Democratic Party, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinsinger, Chuck Schumer demanded that our bosses pull this show off the air. He's going to come back tonight with another segment. <laughs> Fox News should tell him not to. Fox News, Rupert Murdoch, tell Carlson not to run a second segment of lies. I urge Fox <laughs> Guys, this is shocking. Brand new levels of sh uh, panic. News to order Carlson to cease propagating the big lie on his network. And they better order him to do that. What are you, some general? I don't remember. Is this guy in the military? And to level with their viewers about the truth, the truth <laughs> behind the efforts to mislead the public. <laughs> Conduct like theirs is just asking for another January 6th <laughs> to happen. Laugh. It's out. a threat to democracy. Pull Laugh. him off the air. <laughs> a couple of obvious observations. You don't often see the Senate majority leader openly call for censorship on the floor of the Senate as if that was totally normal and didn't contradict the spirit and the letter of the First Amendment. But of course it does. <laughs> there it is, folks. See what you think that is today. A lot of you guys know about this. This demon is panicking 100%. We've never seen this level of panic.
There it is. Schumer begs Rupert Murdoch to kick Tucker Carlson off the air because dem- democracy depends on it. <laughs> so this, right here, you're seeing, I hope that everyone's starting to put together the big, big picture. The same people that are with Ukraine and the Nazis in Ukraine are also panicking about darkness to light, This that we are shining on them. It says it all. Self-explanatory. And I don't even know if I should even play this, but um, maybe we'll listen to some of this. Now, CNN senior political commentator and former Republican uh-huh. congressman and a member of the January 6th committee, Adam Kinzinger. Um, good morning. I was watching your face when he said that they actually revered the Capitol and you had a visceral, physical reaction. What were you thinking? Yes, yeah, it's disgusting. I mean, look, you know, the sad thing is you're going to have people that have only gotten their news on Fox News that are never going to have the opportunity to hear the truth. Because <laughs> what, what Tucker Carlson employs here, he's employed it basically probably his entire time he's been a, a grifter TV show host because he knows better than this, by the way, is he takes it, he, he takes a cut scene and creates. A- Listen, he's going to admit to the technique that they use on the fake news media. Straw man. So first off, on the opening there where he says, look, there's only like a handful of people here. I'm like, I know one of those rooms, particularly Statuary Hall, was filled with people. There's tons of pictures of that. At some point leading up it being filled or after it's filled, there's going to be moments when there's only a few people in there. Secondarily, you look at like, okay, one of the things he said, Josh Hawley was running, yes, but so... Stop. Before we go any further... I'm not going to play much more of this, but if you look at the CNN, if you look at this woman here, and if you look at the looks on their face, even Don Lemon, if you if you listen to this whole thing, I'm not sure that they're believing him, but they are letting him air out his thoughts. It just, she doesn't seem like she's believing him, but that aside. It was every other member of the Senate. Like, okay, yeah, because there was... Right, but he was at the end, and you guys didn't show those other people running. Enough of this. All right, so so you can see the damage control, and I'm going to say this right now. This is just a personal observation. When the enemy, when the deep state is against the wall with big, big situations, they always roll out the same five guys on these networks. I was just thinking about it today. This demon, Kinzinger, they either roll out Kinzinger... Or they roll out Swalwell. Or they roll out Andrew McCabe. Or they roll out Peter Strzok. Or they roll out Adam Schiff. It's the same five guys. And then you have these other guys. From Project 16, 19, whatever. Some of those those guys. And some of these other guys that we're always laughing at on MSNBC. It's the same crew of guys that they roll out. What? No. (laughs) So be aware of this. And like I said, if if you watch that. I'm not even sure that the CNN people are believing Kinzinger. <laughs> but all that aside, then we have, this is happening. <clears throat> we have, I like that this is developing. Listen. Serves in the Congress. He did then, he does now. He represents the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Congressman, thank you so much for coming on. I have never seen members of Congress accuse the other, I mean, there's usually a kind of fraternity in the Congress. You're all members of Congress, 435. Accuse their colleagues unfairly, without any evidence at all, of committing felonies. Uh, What's your response to this, to the lying from your colleagues in the Congress? 
you've exposed so many lies tonight with these tapes that uh, it's changed my perception of what happened two years ago. And I was there. The, the tapes of people milling peacefully about. And my hat's off to your producers for sitting over there and going through hours of this. Yes. But I would love to to you know, to unleash the resourcefulness of the American public on these videos. I think they should be released. You know, I think it's poppycock that they can't be released because of some security issues. Look, I'm the one who's supposed to be secured by these buildings, and right. I'm not worried about releasing them. They need to be released. In fact, there was a Rasmussen uh, poll that just came out that showed over 80 percent, 78 percent of Democrats and 86 percent of Republicans say that all the videos should be released. And um, and they should, because, as you said, Tucker, you didn't have facial recognition software there. We also could we need a complete catalog of all of the feds who were there. Tell us right. who they were. Let's exactly. go, let's watch the videos and let's see what they did, because there's some really strange behavior uh, on those videos of people behind the police lines in plain clothes, like touching them on the shoulder, talking in their right. ear, walking up. You know, around boundaries as if they weren't even there. It's very odd. Uh, I'm the one who asked Merrick Garland. I showed him the tape of Ray Epps. The Democrats didn't like it. I had to show it on an iPad for for Merrick Garland to watch it, and then he refused to say how many feds were there. But that that was also in the Rasmussen poll. Fifty-seven percent of Democrats think that it's yes. at least somewhat likely that feds, agents of the federal government, were not just there, but were also encouraging people to riot or go into the Capitol. There it is, folks. Think about that. Agreed, right? Thomas Massey saying all this. So one of the things that I got out of that is that I want to share two thoughts. One is, A, I, I predict that eventually all of this footage will be released to the public. That's where Thomas Massey is going with this. This is just the first stage of what will ultimately be the full disclosure of all of this. And the other thought that comes to mind is that if you are if you are one of those people that for so many years you did everything you possibly could to get the truth of 9-11 out there. This is for you guys. This is for us. Because this is what we were hoping would happen with 9-11. Let's just get all the footage about 9 What? It's all being revealed? We know that Bush lied and Cheney lied. Wow, this is great. The, the truthers are winning. This is what everybody wanted. And that's what's happening with January 6th. I mean, imagine if we had this type of victory with some of these other false flags. This is what victory looks like when you can show the public the truth. Don't forget, it was just a few weeks ago. A couple... I mean, it was not even that long ago. We got 100% confirmation, right? A month or two ago, and not even, uh, on the JFK assassination on Tucker Carlson's show. CIA intelligence files confirm CIA was involved in the execution of JFK. John F. Kennedy, President Kennedy. So, think about it. And now we're seeing false flag blown wide open in real time. Yeah, we wanted them to roam around for two years. It had to be this way. Think about it that way. And to round up tonight, of course, we have 
Trump coming out on cue talking about let the January 6th prisoners go. They were convicted or are awaiting trial based on a giant lie. A radical left con job. Trump is saying thank you to Tucker Carlson and Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy, wink wink, for what you both have done. New video footage is irrefutable. And Trump is also saying great courage shown by Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy in releasing the surveillance footage to Tucker Carlson so that our country and indeed the world can see. Sometimes you must show them, in other words, so that the world can see what really went on during the January 6th events. Really, Mr. Trump, you're sounding like the intel drops. A whole new and completely opposite picture has now been indelibly painted. The unselect committee lied and should be prosecuted for their actions. Boom! Nancy and Mitch were a disaster on security. Thank you, Kevin and Tucker. Free at last! President Trump is now saying, look at the timing, the conductor thanking his actors. Thank you, wink, wink. Hey, uh, hey, Mike Pence, tell your brother who's in the high rank. I mean, uh, let him know, you know, the, the continuation of government's work. And I'll grant him. Oh, I don't know anything. Um, you know, I'm just throwing out just wild thoughts. <clears throat> All right. And um, actually, there aren't two stories to round out tonight in conjunction with that. Uh, one other, no one should be surprised because we are in Great Awakening. Biden regime retaliates against Elon Musk, demands he, quote, identify all journalists, really, given access to Twitter files. Yeah, right. Like, why would he ever do? This is right up there with the video we played last night where we had this attorney Goldstein where are these whistleblowers? Who are they? We need to know their names now. <laughs> Same exact thing. This exact thing. We need to identify. We need to know who can we attack. Who do we need to blackmail? And maybe we could take them out and maybe they could have an accident. We need, we need to gain our deep state administrative state power again like we did during the Obama, Bush, and Clinton years where we can execute whoever we... No, we need to get our power back. Give it back. We need to know who these whistleblowers are. We're destroying them. Don't forget, like Trump said, final battle. Finally, to wrap it up tonight, sort of a jokey news. Well, you know, you decide. President Trump considering Carrie Lake as potential 2024 running mate after she dominates CPAC straw poll. Yeah, right. This is according... I had to read somewhere. Yeah, right. According to Axios. They're coming out saying anyone who thinks they know what President Trump is doing is seriously misinformed and trying to curry favor for VP. So think about it. They're saying here somewhere here, but this is coming from Axios. The point that I want to get at is yeah, like what somebody here is saying. Well, Gateway saying this is likely an attempt by fake news media to distract Kerry Lake's epic Arizona Supreme Court battle. Exactly. And Kerry Lake is laughing at this, but ladies and gentlemen, um, <clears throat> I already said it. If you ask me, it's going to be Elise Stefanik. 
or somebody that no one has any clue. It's not going to be Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake has n literally, don't forget, Carrie Lake has what? Zero political experience. Zero. All she's done up to now is run around and all these shows. I'm with you. And she's tough. You know, I get it. She talks big, but she's never had any political. Trump, I don't think, would pick someone without any political experience. That's just me. If I'm wrong, we'll laugh it all up in a few months. But um, no, I think it's going to be Stefanik. It could be someone else. That's my number one guess. All right, folks. Maybe we'll leave it at that. We went a little bit longer than I planned for a Tuesday night. <clears throat> See what you think. This is about the Great Awakening. This is about the war that we're in. I'm showing you what they're doing. They're, they're forcing Satanism on children. And they're sexualizing all these children. They're using the race cult, which is now basically a terrorist organization. They're getting crazy with everybody. They want reparations. And they want free time off, right? I mean, they want everything as they're dividing everyone while the war is unfolding at a global level. And while we are now catching Antifa in these terrorist attacks and the same day, boom, charging them with domestic terrorism on the spot. That's a little bit different from 2020, wasn't it? Look what's happening in Russia and Ukraine. Look what's happening in China. Look what's happening domestically. Look what's happening with the Great Awakening. The media is falling apart. Think about it. Ascension. God bless you all. Thank you, everybody, for joining me. Thank you for joining me on this big, this is like the biggest Tuesday night show I've ever done. <clears throat> all right. God bless you. See you tomorrow, 9 p.m. Eastern. All happy. Share this information with others that you know. Get the word out about the channel. Share this link. Join me on True Social. The peace of God be with you. I love you guys all. Be back tomorrow.